Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Yo, what's up, Facebook peeps? Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing fantastic and you're having an amazing, terrific Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. TGIF, you guys. TGIF's coming up, coming up. Freaking fabulous Friday, but today's Thursday, so today we're going to do Thursday business. However, Big Papa will not be with you tomorrow because I will be way up in the mountains in Northern California getting after it with some families, having some feelings, baby. So uh, no episodes of Post Daily Dose tomorrow. Freaking happy, freaking fabulous Friday, but I got a good one to go out on for this week. Hey, Kirsten from the Netherlands, and this comes from one of our posties from the UK, and uh, it's kind of long, so I'm going to go ahead and read through it. But uh, So bear with me, and I'll probably chime in, you know, here and there. So I'm hoping you wonderful peeps at the Post Institute can offer some guidance. My adopted son, five, recently started school and has picked up some very offensive language, namely, F off. No idea if this is seen. So <laughs> this is funny. No idea if this is seen as so unacceptable in the U.S., but in the U.K., it really isn't a term a five-year-old would be using. I, Adele, I, I don't think most parents would want their five-year-olds five year saying F off, you know, U.K. or U.S. It's uh, <laughs> probably not terminology we want to use too often. So, so I'm feeling you across the pond, and I think all of our brethren and sister here in the U.S. are feeling you as well. Um, this isn't me being pompous. It's the reality. I, I get it. Anyway, we haven't overreacted or, or so no getting angry, no shouting, etc. We have tried explaining that these aren't nice words. Has he ever heard mommy say that? Question mark. Grandpa, other peeps he really respects. No difference. I've tried ignoring it and carrying on talking to him as though it hasn't been said. And, and this only escalates to the point where he is shouting in my or his Nana's face. F off. Nana, he is then stuck on repeat for a number of minutes. We've talked about him having a good heart and not wanting to upset other people. He's yelling it at his 20-month-old brother, too, on a daily basis, although we are only one and a half weeks into this latest challenge. He's also saying some other very aggressive things, like he's going to smash his brother's face in, so he is, so he is head and thrown him in the bushes. Um, we don't of any bad. We don't have any bad language. Allow any bad language um, in our home, and don't watch TV. So he doesn't get any of this from here. I love that. I love that statement. Hey there, Bree Thomas. Hello there, Opal Fayetta. Be me. Um, so we don't allow any of the bad stuff at home, and he doesn't watch any of it at TV. He came home at twenty third month. His brother came home in June this year. School is aware and children are spoken about spoken to about their language when it's heard. Um, so this is interesting. So brother just came home in June and then school just started. Okay, some very interesting dynamics going on. Um, let's see, today he hasn't used it at school when the teacher has heard him. I'm mindful if this continues to escalate, the nice friends that he has made will start to alienate him and his almost two-year-old brother will be saying it too. He's recently been assessed by the school and is performing at 30 to 50 months for emotional, social, and behavioral development. Uh, so he's a little he's a little behind, of course. 
and will soon be monitored by educational psychologists. He's now in a class for children who are struggling with good to was struggling with a good child to teacher staff ratio, are attachment trained and understood and stand about the impact of childhood trauma. Any thoughts would be massively appreciated. All right, here's Big Papa's thoughts on your five year old saying F you. Okay, so first of all, when I first read this, the first thing I thought about was when I was in high school. Um, my state football game, where all these, you know, all the all the teams come together, all the kind of best players from each team come together and meet one another, and they play on the same team and play against another team. Well, I met a guy from a different school. Um, his name was Chris. Chris had Tourette's, and Chris used to say "fuck, fuck, 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 fuck." That was his Tourette's thing. So the first thing I would want to rule out is make sure your five-year-old doesn't have some Tourette's because it's possible. Now, it's I'm going to say it's probably highly unlikely, but nevertheless, it's still possible. So here's the thing. Once we rule out Tourette's, this is really hard for parents, especially adoptive parents. He came to you when he was basically two years old. You have no idea what he heard from conception to two. As early as the fourth week after conception, the fetus has the ability to hear. You have no idea what he heard, what he internalized. And so this is what's, what I'm finding particularly interesting here is that school has started. His little brother just came. There's a lot of major stress and transition that's happening in your little guy's life in a very short period of time. And it potentially has got him stressed out at to the level of his brainstem where all his yucky stuff is at. And if that's the case, there's a lot of negative words probably down there that he's heard and he may just have anchored onto one and that's the one that he's using. But I always unequivocally say, if a child's acting out, it's because they're stressed out. Now, five years old, you're trying to rationalize with him about why you shouldn't use these words, this, this, this. He's not hearing that stuff. It's going to take a while. It's going to take several years before his brain comes online so he can really, you know, be rational and logical. And right now he's very illogical and very irrational in the use of this word. So here's what I'm going to suggest. Because you've been trying to be gentle with him, what have you. And I'm gonna, that's always going to be the best approach. But the next time he says F you, what I want you to do is I want you to pick him up and I want you to take him in another room. Wherever it may be, if you're, let's say if you're driving in your car, I want you to pull your car over. I want everything to stop. If you, if you're at home and you can pick him up, you take him in his room, close the door. No one else has access. Then I want you to get really quiet. And then I want you to look at him. And I want you to say, it really makes me sad when you use that word. It really hurts mama's feelings. We don't like that word in this house. It is not a nice word. And you are such a nice, sweet boy. And it makes me so sad that something may be going on and bothering you that's causing you to use that word. We're not going to use that word anymore. Here's another word you can use when you're upset. Because I want you to be able to express your upset feelings, but we're not going to use that word. Here's another word you can use. And the thing is, is you've got to stop everything. When he uses the word, you've got to stop. Everything gets quiet. Literally, shit gets serious. And you're like, mm, we're not going to use that word. Pull him away from the, the stimulation, 
from the overwhelm, get him, you know, pull your car over, take him in a room, wherever you may be. If there's other people around, if he's playing or whatever, everything stops. Everything stops. Everything stops. You take a deep breath. You get very quiet. You look at him. Say, choose a better word. Let's practice. Instead of F you, this is the word we're going to use. Here's the word you can use. Let's have a better word. And you have to do that repetitively. And you have to do it. You have to, you have to be calm. You have to be confident. You have to be firm when you do it. Because he needs to feel the security of your regulation in that moment. Something's got him stirred up. Right? There's a lot of transition going on. I'd want to make sure everything's going, going, going on well at school. Kind of talk to him about how he's feeling about his brother being there. There's probably some sibling rivalry. The sibling rivalry has caused him to regress, be two years old again. So there's some challenges going on, but you have to address it in a firm way. And I pretty much use the same approach with adolescents. I mean, it's, it's not uncommon for an adolescent to, to be cursing, like in the group homes, to curse. And you just stop. And you just look at him. And you just say, I don't like that word. We're not going to use that word anymore. Use a different word. That's all you got to do. Pull him right in. So let's try that for, let's, I'm going to give you a week. I, I think it'll take you probably four times. I think if you really do it, it'll take you four times and he'll probably stop doing it. But give it a week. Hit Big Papa back. Let me know what's going on. So I think that's it, guys. Um, hope that's helpful and useful for you. Remember, in any given situation, freaking fabulous greetings from Stefan in the Netherlands. In any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, or we can stop. We can slow down, take our three to ten deep breaths, and we can choose love. And there's nothing wrong. Hear me on this. There's nothing wrong with being firm with your children. Firmness represents confidence. It represents security. When you're wavering, when you're walking on eggshells, when you're afraid they're going to get upset, that's just creating more stress. It's okay to be firm. Now, you don't have to be an ass. Sometimes you do have to be an ass, and that's okay too. Your children don't have to always like you. All you want to do is make sure that they love you and that you love them, and then everything else is going to work itself out in the midst. So sometimes you do have to get a little firm, and you do have to give the stink out of your child from time to time. You know, it, th there's, nothing, there's no harm in that. As long as you're maintaining the relationship and you're creating security in the relationship, then everything else is going to work itself out. So that's it. Remember, no post-daily dose tomorrow. I'm going to be up on the mountain. So when I hit you guys back on Monday, I'll tell you all about it. All oh, the feel-good is funny because uh, you know, a friend of mine who's known me for a long time is going to be coming up and joining us. And uh, he said, we're going we're gonna to have us a, a good time, a good time this weekend. I said, absolutely, we're going to have a good time. And then he sent me three, uh, three sad faces with tears. And then he said, dot, 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 that's your idea of a good time. <laughs> and it is. I love crying. I love crying. I love getting into the pain and the emotion because that's where the healing is at. God bless each and every one of you. Big Papa loves you. And we'll see you on Monday.